0: my name is max and i'm jeff my world is fire and blood my world is my cats and animal crossing
1: once i was a cop a road warrior searching for
0: a righteous cause i used to work at the chipotle on second
1: as the world fell, each of us in our own way was
0: broken live
1: laugh love baby it was hard to know who was more crazy, me or everyone else. Or fun fiction. Please don't make me ever too that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Mad Max and Jumpin' Jeff going mad on the Fury Road. <laughs> So welcome to Fun Fiction, the show where two idiots ruin that thing you like, and I myself will carry you through the gates of Valhalla. Scotty Moore!
1: And I will be dying historic on the Fury Road. I'm Megan Danger.
0: <laughs> what movie are we talking about this week, I wonder? <laughs> Can't imagine. <laughs> We're talking about the matted max, um, which I had never seen before. I had everyone had told me was very good, and yeah. I, I think I might be broken though, because it is a very good movie.
1: Yes, but also it, I, it, don't,
0: I, I don't think I can enjoy good movies anymore.
1: Oh no, <laughs> that's not good.
0: I was like, ah, oh, this is way too quality. <laughs> this, <laughs> this shit's way too. Oh, that's oh, it's, that explosion was so artistic. No, I can't talk about. Where's Vanilla Ice? <laughs>
1: yeah, Doc- I've never never seen other. Uh, mad max movies like i've seen the the thunder thunderdome tina turner one on a bit of it on tv enough to know like the vibe like the well in the memes like you know the the cultural jokes like the two men enter one man leave oh i did not know that was mad max yeah i and i saw this i ended up seeing this like two times in theaters i think the first time it was just like me and my friends were just like at the mall or something doing other things. We're like, Hey, you want to go see a movie? Like what's playing Uh, Mad Max? I think you don't have to have seen the other ones to like get it. And we watched it. We are like, this, this is sick as hell. Um, and it, it's so fucking gorgeous. God, seeing in the theaters fucking ruled because, it's it's
0: beautiful yeah that's one of my big regrets at this point like seeing it on my like tiny television with like the sunlight glaring off the tv i'm like i don't think this is how this was supposed to be seen at any point but it does ride that stupid line just good enough for me it's almost like it's it's more artistic than pacific rim but it does ride the same line pacific rim does of how stupid can we make this while still making just pure art and that's what this (laughs) one is
1: i I mean i personally would put this a lot i mean and i love guillermo del toro but this is a lot higher (laughs) this is pacific rim
0: is there a giant robot that uses a truck as a sword no there's not
1: no but there's trucks (laughs) <laughs> and you can you can fight with the tr- and they explode and there's a lightning sandstorm and 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 old old ladies with like motorcycle things and there's there's a dude whose only job is to hang off of a a giant car with a sound like speaker sound system and play a big fucking electric guitar that shoots flame which was real by the way and it weighed over a hundred pounds
0: um yeah no that was i told the story last week on the show of the fact that i was very drunk in a bar in austin listening to the adventure zone and they were playing this in the background and the what got me into the concept of mad max was seeing that motherfucker with that guitar hanging off of a car everything else i'm like okay yeah cars whatever this seems cool okay now i'm in (laughs) now i'm in (laughs) It's just so
1: sick. It's like a post-apocalyptic feminist Mario Kart.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> it is wacky races, but for people who are bitching.
1: <laughs> and it's it's just because it's a kick-ass action movie, but it also like deconstructs a lot of like the tropes around like post-apocalyptic action movies. That yeah, you know you you have like the the characters of like the wives or whatever who are running away and like you know that bad things have happened to them, but but you never have to like say it outright. You don't have to. We don't have to see like any like scenes of like you know like oh, rape, oh. sexual assault, etc. Like on screen, we don't make them go through any of that. They're really not like hypersexualized or anything.
0: Now, one of them does get run over by a whole-ass car, and that was not a fun time for me, personally. Uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> I see I see what you mean, because it's almost similar to, um, w- with me, it was more with Max, and the fact that through the whole thing, Max is very, like, he's a character that has been through some shit, and he's oh, yeah. very- these very, like, you see flashbacks of, like, a little girl almost getting hit by, like, a, oh, I assume, getting hit by a car and shit. And the film never has to give you a full flashback to, like, Max struggling and having to run towards the girl and failing. It's like, no, you're a smart audience. You know, something bad happened. We don't have to hold your hand to tell you every single little thing that happens with it.
1: And yeah, like, exactly. Like, I feel like they just they use a lot of really great visual shorthand to be like, you know, like, you got this. Let's get to the cool parts. And I feel like with a lot of movies get very excited about wanting to do the cool shit so that they skip character shit. And it's to the detriment because you're like, I have no reason to really care about these people. You know, I don't I don't like they're just there. Yeah. And while set pieces are happening, I feel like this movie does a very good job of even though they're like, we're going to get to the cool shit. Like the whole time. I still feel like they're, they, it just does a really competent job at establishing the characters and making you care about them very quickly, very visually yep. without having to weigh it down and, then you get to enjoy the bitching stuff.
0: That is what I will say this does a lot better than Pacific Rim, because I, to this day, think Charlie Hunnam may be my least favorite protagonist in the history of cinema. So much so that I do not know his name.
1: Yeah, he's just kind of a potato salad of a of a character. <laughs>
0: It's worse because the rest of the characters in that movie are so vibrant, and then you just get they Potato are. Man.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Max, it was funny because you, when you were watching it, you texted me and you were like, "Oh man, I forgot that like Tom Hardy can be like a cool tough guy."
0: Yeah. And I was
1: like, "He's less of like a cool tough guy, more of like a semi-feral golden retriever." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very, I adored him in this movie. I, I'm slowly realizing I think I do just love Tom Hardy, but I, I had seen. So much vemon recently, so much Eddie Brock, (laughs) that when he showed up and was just like a big tough guy, who was like, I've got a gun and I'm going to be taking this truck right now. I am. I am. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. He is cool, isn't he?
1: Yeah. then he grabs the water hose and is just like, Uh
0: (laughs) apparently they very much wanted to not have very little dialogue at all in this film. Uh, from what i saw i, I watched a docu- s- pseudo documentary a youtube video is what normal people call it um <laughs> basically illustrating how the creation of this movie was a massive shit show and there was not a script apparently it was just a meticulous shot by shot storyboard but there yep. was no script and so like Apparently, uh, Mr. Tom Hardy did not appreciate that much at all. No,
1: him and Charlize Theron fucking hated the director and were like, you're insane. Like, this is going to be a hot mess. And then when they saw the completed version, they were like, oh, oh, yeah. you, did, you did have a plan. Now, part of this, a big part of this, the credit for this has to be given to, uh, what's it, George, George Miller, that's the director, I think, to his wife really edited the movie yes he gave her 470 minutes of footage it took her three months just to watch it (laughs) she won an academy award for the editing for
0: good reason (laughs) she she earned that shit a hundred percent because from everything i saw yes george miller definitely a genius also a complete psycho (laughs) complete and total psycho um because this film was supposed to film like in 2001 and they were going to be filming in somewhere in like north africa And then this thing happened in 2001. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called 9 11. And then every studio ever was like, we're not about to send people uh, like overseas or to do anything. So Mad Max got canceled for the longest fucking time. I didn't know that. That's why
1: I I figured he was, and then he was just like, well, I guess I'll make happy feet. (laughs) (laughs) And happy feet, too.
0: (laughs) What was the quote on the fucking page? It was about the.
1: Here, Here. I'm going to find it.
0: Uh, similar to the previous Mad Max films, home has been regarded as a central theme in Mad Max Fury Road as it dominates the motivations of Max, Furiosa, and the five wives. His home destroyed, she taken from her home, and the wives in search of a new home. The unity of these characters also harnesses a concern for family, a common theme within Miller's <laughs> films, which also include Happy Feet, Happy Feet 2, and Babe, Pig in the City. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> the conceptual whiplash I got reading that Wikipedia article.
1: <laughs> it just kicks you right in the fucking teeth. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, no, uh, also uh, something that a lot of people had told me for the longest time and I 110% agree with is that uh, this is not a Mad Max movie. This is a Furiosa movie, 110%. She is the protag of this film.
1: Oh yeah. Max Max is just kind of like man with no naming it, uh, which fits in with the end where it's like he's got them to the you know, they've all made it back to the city and they've accomplished their goals and he's just like, right, I'm I'm a dip. Very like Western gunslinger shit.
0: Yeah, that's what they'd kind of described it as. Uh I think George Miller was talking about it. he's like, This is just like a western. This in it a hundred and ten percent is is full western.
1: It's a western with a bunch of like crazy ass fucking
0: souped up cars with (laughs) flamethrowers yes
1: aka a better western
0: (laughs) yeah uh and also features the best worst villain of all time god a morton joe makes me uncomfortable (laughs) as a human being i mean that is the intent the scene where um they pick up pregnant lady what got hit by car because you at one point, and it was strictly just because you wanted to kill me by announcing that the director also made a babe and Happy Feet. You were just like, hey, when something real fucked up happens, let me know. <laughs> so I was waiting for some really fucked up shit to happen to this poor woman that got hit by a car. And I was like, I don't think an Oscar nominated movie would have this man eat a baby but he is also a really, really creepy man.
1: <laughs> yeah, the babies are the thing that has the value, because that's the thing. The, women, the wives are not inherently valuable. It's the fact that they can make him more potentially non-mutant like mutant babies.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, so is his, uh, the big thick boy son, a mutant, I would assume?
1: Well, yeah, that's why the other, all his sons got, got, some, got problems going on with them
0: rictus erectus well his name is rictus erectus which is an issue just right off the bat but he just seemed like a <laughs> strong boy he wanted to make daddy proud
1: well didn't he uh, he had like a like a bri- like an apparatus or something
0: oh yeah he no he had like weird bane shit i think like on, the, on his <laughs> back or something yeah he's got a uh he's got like an oxygen tube running to his nose he is also played by a man who tag teamed with the Undertaker at Wrestlemania <laughs> and I just have to get that, that thing in here real quick of uh, course <laughs> he was so bad at wrestling that they said last minute "He, we're not putting him in the fucking match I refuse it, <laughs> and they made it a handicap match and then he just comes in at the end hits somebody and then lets Undertaker win <laughs> but it's Amazing. good to see he's doing well now <laughs>
1: doing well for himself or at least was seven years ago
0: <laughs> that's the other thing i forgot how long ago this movie came out so when uh, i was watching that this movie was so fucked up thing and they're like and then filming began in 2012 i was like okay what fucked it up there no they just finished it oh okay cool sick <laughs> uh apparently in addition to hating the director because their characters were, like, so... Not diametrically opposed, but, like, very on edge with each other. Apparently, uh-huh. Charlize Ther- Ther- Theron and Tom Hardy also just hated the shit out of each other by the end of it. Because it was literally, like, a hundred days of shooting, and they were so frustrated by the end of it. Um, that makes sense.
1: Although, in a a, a fun, uh, ironic sort of twist... Charlize Theron's stunt double and Tom Hardy's stunt double fell in love on set, got married, and had babies. Oh, that's
0: so good. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, after the filming was over, and I assume many therapy sessions happened, uh, Tom Hardy gave Charlize Theron a a self-portrait. I don't know if that meant a portrait of Charlize Theron, or if he just gave her a portrait of himself. That, I that mean, j-
1: self-portrait kind of implies that it's a portrait of him.
0: <laughs> it is. It is a self-portrait of himself, apparently. Um, but he he gave it as an apology at the end of it. I'm trying to remember trying to find, like, what actually was written on there. But apparently it was just something like, you're so badass, I adore you. So apparently it just went from them hating each other to just, like, mutual fucking respect, which is really cool.
1: It is. And it fits with the movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, But (laughs) now I can see we were both so fucking scared making that movie, which, given what I've read about the creation of it, valid uh my heart is filled with nothing but empathy and love for him because our experience was one of complete madness so today <laughs> the painting of tom hardy is up in my office yes
1: amazing oh my god but yeah i mean that that sounds like a lot they just like they were all just in the desert in um was it nabibia Nam- Nam-
0: I think they yeah. went back, they had initially tried to go to Australia uh, because he wanted to kind of make Australia a big, uh, a film, basically do for Australia what Lord of the Rings did for New Zealand, and then that got fucked up again, apparently, so then they just went, fuck it, let's just go back to Africa.
1: And yeah, like 80, I think like the 80% or I don't know what how they fucking quantify it, but the majority of... Everything is, uh, what, like, what you see on the, the script, like, they try to do as much practical shit as possible. Yeah. And, yeah, use, like, the least amount of CG possible, which made everything very complicated and technical, uh... But like, oh, uh, so like all the old ladies, like they did the the the, the, the vuvolini, as they are called, uh, did like all their own fucking stunts. The uh, guys that go back and forth on like the the really big spears or whatever are like Cirque du Soleil performers, I think
0: yeah there um, was one of those scenes that scared the shit out of me. it's when uh like him and uh max max's head is like inches away from the earth as this car is like rushing across the ground i was like hell no yeah. absolutely not <laughs> it's, ah yeah. it's a it's a full length it's a feature length action sequence yeah that's what kind of astonished me was like it doesn't stop it just keeps going and i was like maybe there's gonna be a moment where i can breathe and then the film said no stop it (laughs) you stop that right now Mm -hmm. um but actually speaking of them them boys that swing back and forth i have pulled up the slang mad max dictionary
1: (laughs) I, i believe a lot of it is uh repurposed like australian slang
0: yeah, like I, I believe gasoline, which of course just means gasoline, was something from Australia. But also, they go they use petrol there instead of gasoline. So I don't know. Um, let's see. Breeders, of course, would be the women's blood bag. I know, sh- <laughs> I know Schlanger means dick. Schlanger does mean dick. That is correct. <laughs> uh- <laughs> very good um yay <laughs> a smeg is just apparently an all-purpose swear word just whenever you want to use it throw smeg in there i mean it sounds it
1: sounds gross it sounds it sounds derogative but yeah because there's like almost no cussing in this movie
0: yeah it's very uh have you played the guardians of the galaxy game yet i have not Because they want to kind of keep the vibe of like, they're the Guardians of the Galaxy, they're punk rock, they're counterculture, but then they can't have them actually swear, so they just have Rocket (laughs) make up a shit ton of fake swear words that he uses throughout the entire game, and it's so good. I thought I had a name- there was a name for them swingy boys, but I- I can't find them on here. Uh, oh, Black Mm. Thumbs are mechanics, apparently. I see. Yeah, that's all I got from that. That was I thought that was going to be a much deeper well of comedy there. I I
1: think they're just sort of the all purpose war boys. So we we could talk about about the best war boy.
0: Oh, my God. I am so happy because in movies like this, there's always not always, but. Usually there is either a heel turn or a baby face turn. And God, I'm so happy Nux was the baby face turn of this film because I adored him from the moment to a point where, yes, I understand Furiosa had a very important mission she was going on. But I was like, I don't want <laughs> Nux to take her down. I kind of want Nux to win here.
1: He's he's dying, he's got two tumors on his neck. Boy needs a win.
0: Boy needs a big win in this one. He's he has eaten so much spray paint in the course of this movie. He just needs something, please. Uh yeah, no, I adore him. He's adorable. The fact that the scene where uh Morton Joe just kind of casually glances his way and he's like, He looked at me! He looked at me, guys! I, it was so good. And going back to the idea-
1: said pie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to what you said about kind of going against a lot of the tropes of this genre, when you look at the war boys, they kind of do evoke almost like the, uh, the psychos in Borderlands, which I've been playing a shit ton of, which- After watching Mad Max, I was like, oh, I see where Borderlands got the whole everything about this. (laughs) Uh, But like the psychos in that world um, are pretty just chaotic. They're not intelligent at all. They they exist to die, essentially. And when you see the war boys and kind of their depiction that's what it evokes, but this film does yeah, not they,
1: they they straight up exist to die.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then they're depicted really well. Like none of them are particularly dumb. They're all very intelligent, like they have genuine conversations. They're not just like I'm here to shoot guns and lose bloods. No, they're they're pretty intelligent creatures, which made me uh I which made me happy. And yeah,
1: Nux is a sweet baby. And we Nux love him.
0: is Nux is such a sweetie baby. Should we get on to Furiosa now at this point? Because God, that woman.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. She, she could run my ass off the Fury
0: room. <laughs> <laughs> So good. And I do love how every single character in this film, including Furiosa... I believe the first thing was, how bitchin' can we make these names? It was not like, this is an ancient name derived from the ancestors. It's like, no, I'ma see how bitchin' I can make this dude sound. This is the doof warrior.
1: (laughs) Yeah, half the names are just insane and also never actually verbally stated within the film.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, all of the wives are named, like, some of them... Like it's weird that it seemed like there was supposed to be a theme for the women for the wives' names, and then it just gets broken. So one's named the Splendid Angarad, I believe. Angarad, uh, I think. Angerad. Uh Then there's Capable. <laughs> then one named Toast. <laughs> Toast the Knowing, the Dag, and then finally Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, that's Australians for you, I guess. I don't know. I know there's a story behind Toast the Knowing. Um, the rest of them, I I have no fucking idea. Uh, apparently, Toast is is named after a special effects uh, person who oh, is yeah. like famous for showing up and just and just being like it's French Toast time, like just making French Toast for people. <laughs>
0: God, that's really good. Maybe they put Cheetos on them, and that explains Cheeto the Fragile. <laughs> Which one? To- was Toast... Uh... uh to- Zoe Kravitz? Yep, that's Zoe Kravitz.
1: God, she's so fucking... Who, who, <laughs> who, who people may know as uh, Catwoman in the most recent Batman. She is stone-cold gorgeous.
0: <laughs> she very... Yeah, she absolutely is. Okay, this explains why I got confused. Because... I just kind of glanced at the cast list, and I thought I read Zoe Saldana, and I was very confused when Zoe Saldana did not show up in this movie anywhere. I was like, no, dude, one of these wives, one of these wives is Gamora. <laughs> She's going to be right here. Where's she at? It's really hard to talk about good stuff, huh? <laughs> because I'm just like... I don't I don't want people to not see this because they think they've experienced the whole thing here.
1: Well, well, yeah, cuz I think a lot of these things we can talk through, but this movie is so visual and fucking kinetic and just like you have to see yeah.
0: it. <laughs> it is absolutely gorgeous. Like there was I kind of had a a feeling early on where I'm like this film's really fucking orange. It is so orange as it and then as soon as I had that thought just immediately a stark contrast of blue gets up on screen as they go to nighttime and then bright, beautiful explosions of orange shoot against the night sky. And I'm like, fuck, damn it. Even when it was going to be it was too orange, it got too blue quickly. Um, <laughs> This makes me very happy. Uh, there is going to be a Furiosa standalone prequel, which is going to be really hyphy. And apparently Anya Taylor-Joy is going to be playing Furiosa. Which, Which is yeah, that's a choice.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't love the idea of a prequel cuz I I I'm I don't know, I'm very specific about stuff like that and I feel like this is just so good to just let it be its thing. Like I don't need to know, you know, that's part of what makes this movie like work so well. Like I don't need to know where she came from. Yeah. She said it already. It's fine, but I do like Anya Taylor-Joy a lot because she's such a fucking weirdo. So I, I
0: would enjoy, I think, I seeing her I think she be might a desert be, weirdo. I think she may be too adorable to be Furiosa. I'm sorry. Oh,
1: you haven't you haven't seen her in the uh Thoroughbreds.
0: I haven't. Uh, she's, she's she's deranged. I have never seen her in a single movie. I just know she's cute. Like that is oh, all I yeah, know okay, about. Okay, yeah, so you no, you gotta you gotta watch her in some
1: shit. Like she's in Queen's Gambit, uh Thoroughbreds is a good movie. She's in I can't they, like she's in a bunch of stuff where mostly she just sits there has very large like deer like doe eyes but then is is also just the most terrifying creature you've yeah. ever seen she's fantastic
0: <laughs> well going back to what you were saying about like the prequels and all that it reminds me of uh, Pat oswalt's bit about the star wars prequels he's like if you went and you asked George Lucas for ice cream, he would just throw milk, eggs, sugar, and vanilla at you. And it's just like, I don't need to know how the things I like get made. I just want to enjoy the things I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty yum. Uh, Alright, should we, is there anything else you have, or should we get into fanfiction? fiction?
1: Oh, uh, they consulted with the women who wrote the vagina monologues about the characterizations of the women, which is just a real, real random detail that I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs>
0: Okay, Oh, Chris Hemsworth is also going to be in the Furiosa movie. Hell yeah, that makes me. I want him to not be Chris Hemsworth, though. I want him to be a little fucking weirdo with, like, a skeleton mask on. I don't want to be able to see how handsome he is.
1: Yeah, Chris Hemsworth's great when they just let him be uh, a funky little weirdo, because he wants to be one so badly, and they keep just making him be handsome.
0: That's, I believe you're describing literally every single actor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe currently chris evans robert downey jr hemsworth paul rudd they just want to be fucking weirdos and now you're making them handsome boys (laughs) actually there's one exception and it's chris pratt he just needs to be handsome boy that does stuff and then someone's like make him garfield (laughs) see what happens fucking super mario and it's like no stop all right. What did, what did you bring this week? Cuz this is this one's kind of your baby. So I'll let you start.
1: Um well, it's it's very short because
0: Oh no, so is mine. Welcome to a short episode of fun fiction, folks. It's it's fine.
1: It's good. Uh I could keep talking about the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about like themes. And uh, motifs and shit. I could get real
0: granular with it if if you, you want to make this the smart a smart episode. Feel free to. I will sit back and enjoy.
1: <laughs> it's not not even just smart, but just this. You know the the deconstruction of like action movie stuff that we were talking about. You know the idea that you know they're trying to find like this perfect place and it doesn't exist. And like, no, you have to you you have to take what you have, like, you know, and work within, like, the framework available to you and make that good, you know? Um... And then also just like a lot of the fucking commentary uh for today's like society when Morton Joe says shit like don't uh, don't become d- uh dependent on water or you will you will grow to resent its absence.
2: Yeah.
0: And yeah.
1: Oh, that that sure that sure hits in in today's uh late stage capitalist society.
0: God, that shit hit me hard. That's one of those sentences that like as it got said, I just went fuck, that's that's horrible. That is a terrible <laughs> thing. <laughs>
1: that's horrible and i see instances of it reflected in our current society oh no
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like um damn it i didn't want to bring marvel into this but i read miss marvel last night and uh the first few issues are very good because it is it's very much all building on the themes of uh how every single generation somewhat resents the next generation and so uh there is a there's a bird clone of thomas edison anyways he's turning teenagers into batteries (laughs) to save the environment and so the teens are like the world needs to be saved and kamala just has to be like yeah but turning yourself into a battery just to make the old people happy so they can go off and fly in their private jets is not the way to do it and i was like oh shit that does hit hard in today's climate
1: Yeah, because I mean, that's the thing that, like, the wives are saying, you know, that who who's the one who killed, you know, the previous generations who killed the world, who burnt the world, and that they're the ones having to, like,
0: figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the big twists for me where I was like, I had a feeling this was going to happen because I knew this film wouldn't be happy. But the scene where she finds out. That the green place does not exist, or it has been destroyed effectively, and you just see Furiosa fall to her knees in the desert, and just let a uh, let out a feral cry to the skies, like hit. So even if it like it, w- I don't want to say it was a bad twist because it wasn't. It was, but it was also like this is where the story needed to go. Even that, it still hit me emotionally in that moment, even if it was something I had predicted. And that's how you know a movie is good, is if you uh-huh. know where it's going and you're still fine, don't go along with them.
1: Exactly. Like, it doesn't need to throw something at you where it's like, I never could have seen this coming. It's like, no, this makes sense story-wise, and I'm so fucking invested that I'm, I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, but it would have been so much cooler if Doctor Strange showed up with Nick Fury and they were like, Hey, can you join the Avengers Initiative because Wanda Maximoff did a thing in this one Disney Plus series that you haven't seen yet.
1: <laughs> Fuck. I could I could go into my my, my fic now that you now that you did that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> welcome to spider-man 3 no way home fury road get to <laughs> home too.
1: so yeah i i threatened to write something sincere uh and i had a i had a difficult time for the usual reason that i have a difficult time when uh we cover stuff that i really like because it's like well, I, I like, there's nothing that I would fix here, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, you know, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if I really want to write, like, the continuing adventures of Max Rakotansky, because it's like, hey, this was, this was good. So I did struggle in, in that way that I tend to, uh, and then you told me that you were writing a crime, <laughs> and I, I considered trying to write a, to because I had, like, a half-finished thing, and I was like, well, what if I turned it into a crime? But that, that wasn't gonna happen. The best thing I I, uh, thought of was just the Mario Kart Fury Road. And that had nothing beyond just being like, oh no, it, uh, w- witness me. What
0: a day. What a lovely day. Lovely oh, that's day. Irish. That was oh, definitely yeah, Irish. A bit.
1: Yeah. Uh, and there's actually a really fucking great, someone made an incredibly well edited uh, version of the the Fury Road trailer with Mario Kart shit in it. Yes. I'll send you the link later. It's it's real fucking good. And I was like, all right, this is no. Like I I can't.
0: I'll put that uh I'll put that in the description as well for the people at home who want to see it. Oh yeah, cuz it's fucking great. Uh
1: So I just went with the thing that I'd started Uh, and it's kind of just like a weird little character study from Max's perspective because we don't get to hear a lot from him because he's a a deeply traumatized and damaged individual who's mm-hmm. not cool with talking yet. Uh, of the scene that we were just talking about, and like that kind of uh, concept that I've just been going on about. So,
0: here we go. Now, you will be reading this perfectly in Max's voice, right?
1: No, because it's in the third person.
2: Damn Fuck it!
0: No.
1: <laughs> when they reach the empty wastes where the green place was supposed to have been lying in wait, Max is not surprised. Maybe in the smallest corner of himself that he's barely even aware of, he's disappointed. But not surprised. Because he knows there is no paradise. There's only desert filled with blood, cruelty, and the smell of gasoline. And you could chase the idea of a better world waiting just out of reach all across its sandy expanse, but you're just chasing your tail, racing to nowhere until eventually you run out of road and realize there is no magic safe place, no haven unravaged by the horrors of the world and then you have several options before you. You can go deeply insane, swaddle yourself from the world in layers of insensibility until you don't know which way is up. This has been Max's choice as of late, and it's kept him alive in the loosest sense of the word, but there's only one way that it ends, and it's not good, and Max has a feeling that if he suggests this to Furiosa and the wives, it will not go over well. Honestly, as he feels himself becoming more and more lucid, even if it's almost against his will, he has to agree. Giving up is another option. They have enough bullets left. To find paradise in the next life, maybe. Max's survival instincts are too strong for this choice, or he would have chosen it already and gotten the thing over and done with. There's a worm of worry inside his brain that the women he travels with will find this a more compelling option than insanity. But there is a third choice. One that's almost comparable to insanity in a way. They can go back, turn back around and decide that if the green place is gone, if there truly is no paradise, no better world, then fuck it. They can work with the one they've got, take it back, make it theirs, create a paradise of their own making. This would not be easy by any stretch of the imagination, but it's real and tangible, not an idea flickering out in the desert like a mirage to be endlessly pursued. Max looks from the young, worried faces of the wives to the worn, grim ones of the Vuvolini, and finally at Furiosa. It won't be easy, but they can do it. Of course, he has to suggest it first. And that's, that's it, just, just a brief little character study.
0: I dig it, actually you did- that did remind me of like the moment that actually did genuinely surprise me in this movie, because it is a- I don't want to say grim movie. It's not particularly bright. (laughs) It's very dark at points. Um, And so the moment that was... It it had a moment of, like, genuine inspiration of that scene of Max just being like, Yeah, fuck it. And it does kind of, in this post-apocalyptic world setting, give you hope, weirdly. Which I kind of adored about this movie. Was this idea of them saying, Well... Fuck it, let's go kill this old creepy man and steal <laughs> his shit. So it was a very Mad Max way of finding hope, but it did have them find hope at the end, which I really did enjoy. Yeah, dude, that I've that absolutely ripped. Now I feel worse about what I've done. <laughs>
1: it's okay. At least you know, I know ahead of time. It's not like I I just did like a a, a sincere uh thing and then you're just like hey guess what i knew i knew going in that you you were going to uh make me want to hurt you
0: yeah um <laughs> so if you'll go to facebook i'm going to i tried to upload this to um tried to upload this to uh soundcloud and soundcloud got mad at me no uh- <laughs> no the best part is that even knowing that I've uploaded a song, you've got no clue what direction it's coming from? No, well, I, I got nothing. What? <laughs> well, we've talked a lot about old Max, Max Rocksteady and off or whatever. We've talked about the Furiosa. We talk about a big chubby man. What got a skeleton face and Nux? But there's one person who we didn't give a lot of love to, and it was the Doof Warrior and his fun, fun guitar. <laughs> so I've sent you a link to a song. I hope it doesn't automatically start playing. If it does, pause it so we can sync up.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm so, so scared.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no! Scotty, <laughs> <Skye>, No! <laughs> Fuck you (laughs) I'm
1: furious I'm furiosa
2: It's nine o'clock in the Citadel and a Morton Joe shuffles in. <laughs> He's an old man who is meant to lead, with white hair and a skeleton grin.
0: Megan has gone beet red.
2: <laughs> he says, "Son, can you lead me an army with just the guitar in your hand?" Use your chords and your strings and your sweet melody To ravage across all over the land La <laughs> la la, da dee da You chose la, a song la, da, with, like, no dee, guitar in it <laughs> <laughs> Play us a song, you're the guitar man Play us a song tonight Well, we're all... Some anarchy as we head to Valhalla tonight. Now, Knox in the car is a friend of mine, he gets me my milk for free. <laughs> And he's oh. quick with a scheme or to light gasoline Cause Valhalla's where he'd rather be This is doof, I believe this is killing me As he sprayed that <laughs> pelt in his face Well I'm sure that a modern Joe witnessed me Oh my, what a lovely day Oh, la 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 dee de, da. La la dee da. Now Furiosa's escaping the citadel. And she's taking away all the wives. Now Joe has gone crazy. Assembling a navy. To all hunt her down for her life.
1: What if the Doof Warrior played a harmonica
2: that fire came out of? And the Imperator's practicing politics As the war boys slowly get stoned Yes, they're sharing a drink they call Mother's Milk As they ride out all shiny and grown
0: (laughs) (laughs) There may have been a secondary reason I had looked up all of that slang.
1: Yeah, yeah, I kind of
0: figured at this point. Play
2: us a song, you're the guitar man. Play us a song tonight. Well, we're all in the mood for some anarchy as we head to Valhalla tonight. It's a shiny old day on the battlefield. Then an old blood bag comes along. He rides on a hanger, that smag who each slangers And tries to put an end to my song. But the guitar it sounds crossed the citadel as I see a Morton Joe closing in. But then this Mad Max He grabbed my flaming axe And made sure i never play it again La, 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 da dee, da La, la, dee, dee, da da, da, da. Play us a song You're the guitar now Play us a song tonight Well, we'll roll some as we ride to Valhalla tonight
0: Yeah, it wasn't until you brought it up that I realized, yeah, there's no fucking guitar in that song anywhere, is there.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> not a single damn place. I did find a guy online who covered it on guitar, but he did, like, an instrument, like, a very light electric guitar that was not at all what the Doof Warrior would have played. So I was like, well, I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs>
1: Again I'm just picturing Doof Warrior On a, a flaming harmonica Which honestly would be kind of sick um, <laughs> I, I hate you So much
0: <laughs> yeah. You're because welcome Because that
1: that was absolutely An auditory crime um, <laughs>
2: it,
1: was, it was It was Meticulously crafted which makes it Even more diabolical <laughs> Even
0: like, more upsetting That was, that was
1: some weird Al shit Right there <laughs> yes i'm on the right that was level some, that was some fucking weird albert experience
0: <laughs> that is weird alfred yeah some sh- weird alan <laughs> that's one of those things that came to me just like late at night and i just said i shouldn't but i'm gonna anyways <laughs>
1: god i feel like if our tagline wasn't two idiots during that thing you like it would be i shouldn't but i'm gonna do it anyways
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right well we fixed mad max clearly obviously (laughs) i mean it's we also now just wanted the oscar for best original song as well with that one Uh, but now we must move on to the future and Megan, it's... a completely original song. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Billy,
1: that... jo- I, I threatened that I was going to hunt you for sport. Billy Joel's going to come hunt you for <laughs> sport.
0: <laughs> no, Billy, look, I didn't start the fire. Um, I, SoundCloud was very upset. So that means I did such an accurate portrayal of billeth joel in that song <laughs> that soundcloud because everything else i've published on soundcloud whether it was hamilton beetlejuice whatever it was like yeah this is a parody it's okay i was such an accurate billy joel <laughs> that soundcloud said we can't publish this god soundcloud haven't you ever
1: heard of parody and fair use uh You you were just such a perfect simulacra of Billy Joel. (laughs) If anything happens to that, now you got got to, people got to know, if anything happens to Billy Joel, we just got to bring
0: you in. Well, you see, my dad, my dad has these five wives he keeps locked up and only until a perfect Billy Joel was born was he able to bring (laughs) peace across (laughs) the wastelands of Alabama. (laughs) All right, so oh, what are we gonna it. do next week, though, Megan? Cause this your week to choose. Oh God, already? Yeah, cause this was a this was a fan submission. Fuck. Okay. Hey, <laughs> I mean, there's Doctor Strange. There's Moon Knight. There's if you want to talk about Spider Man <laughs> again. I go. Okay. I'm. <sighs> I, I feel like
1: I need to come up with new threats because I've, I've run a lot of them into the ground. But if if you continue to just list Marvel properties, I'm going to uh, manifest physically in your home, remove your spine, and hide its pieces all about the property.
0: And then I must go search for them, like, um, like perhaps six Infinity Stones to put back into my Infinity Spine. You
1: motherfucker! <laughs> Damn, a lot of these are very like. I just want to talk about it.
0: I don't want to write anything about this. <laughs>
1: Because, like, Street Fighter, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to write for Street Fighter, but do I want to talk about the 90s movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme where he was doing an insane amount of cocaine? Yes.
0: <laughs> Shit, that is a good one. That is a very good one, too.
1: It would land us right back in the, the realm we're much much more comfortable with when things are bad. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I'm down with it. I can figure out, like, write a romantic Zangief fanfiction for next week.
1: All right, I, I guess that's decided. We're, next week we're doing Street Fighter.
0: We'll probably just do it as a whole, because I know absolutely nothing about anything having to do with Street Fighter. I was shockingly a Tekken boy as a child, of all things. I was a Tekken, then Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and never Street Fighter.
1: Yeah, I know... I know way too much about Mortal Kombat. I know very little about Street Fighter beyond playing it in arcades and watching that absolutely fucking batshit movie.
0: So th- next week is going to be a true investigation into the world of Street Fighter.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> but until then, where can people find you on the Pembervem? I feel like that one was, was even looser than usual. Uh, <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Meg underscore Danger occasionally um i'm on tumblr also at Meg danger i think or Megan danger i don't fucking know i'm on tumblr more than twitter nowadays it's quieter there
0: i started Uh, a tumblr i've done nothing with it and i don't think i know how to log back into it to be honest (laughs) with you
1: it's probably better that way honestly yeah
0: uh but i've just
1: been there so long like
0: (laughs) you're one of the uh the it's not Volvolini, is it? <laughs> That's not correct.
1: I believe it. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's like Vuvellini. It's it's essentially
0: you, that. You're one of the Vuvazellas of Tumblr. You <laughs> just welcomes in the new ones. They're
1: like we we came we came from TikTok looking for the green place, and I have to be like, mm, it's not here, homie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it burned down a while ago. <laughs> Listen to the rest of the vuvuzelas, and then you just hear. Bruh! That was a topical World Cup 2012 vuvuzela joke for your asses.
1: Hey, I, it's more relevant than you might think. At the the Florida Panthers hockey team, they're in the playoffs now, and that they did hand out plastic collapsible vuvuzelas to everyone coming in, so that they could into them at uh, the opposing fans
0: god i wish wrestling did that but we're big enough assholes on our own we don't need (laughs) we don't need a like specialized weaponry to make our big ass noises anyways you can find me on twitter at scotty mo s-e-o-t-t-y-e-m-o there's a whole lot of wrestling talk on there And not much else. I'm going to be honest. I'm using it less and less as each week goes on. And shockingly, my mental health has gotten better every week weird how those two coincide uh and then you can also check me out on fight boys if you like pro wrestling jwf ignition if you thought hey pro wrestling needs more scotty in it or the weird the actual play TTRPG podcast where me and megan danger hunt spooky ghosts
1: Shockingly, you have not managed to make about wrestling yet, but I feel like it's only a matter of time.
0: This is not a joke. Uh, During the last episode's arc, where I may have, I can spoil this, may have uh, stole a cult from somebody. Just about everything I did was pro wrestling inspired when I had to (laughs) chant to people. (laughs) Yeah, that's valid. Everything is wrestling. Even Mad Max the the Boner man <laughs> fought with The Undertaker. <laughs> but you can find the weird at jointheweird.com or at jointheweird on Twitter or at the New Jersey Film F- F- Web Festival cuz we're no, we're not going to bring that up every time. We're gonna it's I just I'm real proud of it. I'm real proud of it, okay? It's that's yeah. My wife was like so are you getting like money for that? I'm like I am getting a bigger ego because of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I, in, in the future like, And then we
1: just fade out No
0: in the future behind the music Of the weird that's gonna be One of the moments they cut to And it's just like they joked on air But in reality Sky was suffering From debilitating Narcissistic personality Disorder
1: And then it, it goes on like a freeze frame Of your face but then it becomes a photo Negative <laughs> <laughs> The best day for the music that lets you know that it's, this is happening. And then also when it ends. If you like it, you can find more of it at soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day or searching best day on other music platforms.
0: Cuts to Charles and he's just like, I did a lot of cocaine, but I wasn't an asshole about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> If you want to support this, I'm sorry, uh, you can by picking up merch at com, including, it's not even been created yet, but enough people have said it. I don't, I, we need a concrete series of titles. (laughs) Because I don't even know where to begin with the... Spider-Man No Way Home 3, Doctor Strange, Get Deadpool Home Deadpool, Multiverse of Madness, Fury Road, presented by Fast and Furious. Like, I don't know where to begin by creating this shirt.
1: Yeah, but you gotta.
0: (laughs) You... you, you
1: The the witch's curse under which you operate demands it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh but you can get that and the better designed New York Slice or Hawk Babaduk. I think Hawk Bobaduck actually will be better designed, so that is not even a lie. You can get it at com, Or if you just want early access to the show, if you want to hear next week's episode today go to patreon.com slash a load of bs because that's where we release everything early as soon as it gets edited as soon as i get done with it it goes up on patreon and the rest of you just gotta wait till the next thursday you dumb dinguses, when you could just be giving us money at (laughs) patreon.com slash a load of bs
1: i'm just still laughing at the 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 title thing i'm sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Making just quietly snickering in the background. They're gonna make them do it. They're gonna make them really do it. We're getting so sued, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby.
1: This is this is my revenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the revenge for Guitar Man. Yep. <laughs> well, bye. <laughs>